Welcome to Humorous Podcast. It's Melissa and Vinny Caggiano. No, that was bad. That was horrible. Just right. fucking erase that. <laughs> Today we are, I'm super stoked about this episode because this is the one thing that I really don't get to do when Vin's on. Like, I don't. We're straight up girl talking today. Girl talk. Girl, girl talk. talk. Girl talk. So ladies out there, th- this one's for you. I hope yeah. you uh, hope you enjoy it because I think you'll, you'll probably be able to relate to... Uh, to some of it. Some of it, of it, right? Yeah. Girl talk. That's Absolutely. what it's all about. It's for This one's for the ladies. Exactly. Right? All right. So let's... Uh, First topic, because this came up when I was at home with, you know, my family, and it's come up since I've been here with you. Yes. The Brazilian wax. Talk about it. Okay. You, have you ever done it? I have never done it. And so um, here's my take on it, and I'll tell you why. I've gotten eyebrows waxed before. The shit hurts. Okay. Unbelievable. Like, for me, I'm just like, ah, like, I want to punch the lady in the face, like, when Mm -hmm. she does it. Okay. Um... Here's the thing. Uh, as far as down below, um, I've gotten ladies uh, pads, like the sticky side stuck down there before, like on some hairs, and I've had to like pull them pull off. I think maybe we've all had this happen at some point in our life wearing something like that. Just a couple strands. That shit hurts. Like tears to the eye hurts. Mm-hmm. And I actually, it's funny because... um. My stepmother and I were having this conversation not too long ago, and we were talking about that. I'm like, and she's like, oh, yeah, I know. Like, I've, like, that's happened. And so, and we were talking about, like, I I can't imagine anybody ever doing that. And if so, never going back to do it again. That has to be the most painful thing in the world. And then I found you. (laughs) And here it comes. Okay. Um, I just thought about this, actually. In college, I tried to do the at-home wax, and I ended up, like, making myself bleed. So, at that point, I said I'd never do it ever in my life. So, you tried to Brazilian yourself? Yeah. And, I mean, it wasn't... I didn't complete it. Because, like, the first... I drew blood, like, the first swipe, and I was like, yep, I'm not happening, and I'll never, ever do it. Not happening. And I don't know what possessed me to do it. Okay, hold that thought. I'm sorry, real quick, because, you know, here I am, fascinated, because you did something now. I've not done it. You're on the other side of this fence. I got questions. Okay. I have questions. Okay. So, when you went to go do it, was it the whole cover? You're saying a strip. Was it one uh-huh. strip that you did? Uh-huh. And so, now you're like, I'm never doing this again. You literally have one strip of hair down there out, and the rest is still hair? It, it wasn't... You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to get the visual away. I'm just getting the visual, okay? It didn't pull that much off. Okay. I feel like it got more skin than it did anything, and that's why I was bleeding. Gotcha. Now, I'm sure I did something wrong. Okay, so it wasn't like you looked like you were half-shaped. I had like a a little, uh, Extra large landing strip. No. (laughs) Right, exactly. Okay, because that's what I was picturing, and that was hilarious. Okay. (laughs) No. All right, so go on. And I don't know what possessed me to do it, but, um, I found out I could get the Brazilian for like 30 bucks over there. And here you pay significantly more than that. So, so cheaper pain. Yeah. Cheaper pain. I guess. Okay. So I'm like, whatever, let's do it. So I go into the salon and the lady speaks Spanish. And I understand a lot of Spanish, but as far as speaking it, I'm not so good. 
And so she usually does my eyebrows, but I point on there and I'm like, and down here too? And she's like, yeah, yeah. And this lady, she's probably in her 50s or 60s, older lady. She's kind of gruff. Right. Um, Like even when she's doing your face, she's like kind of manhandling you a little bit. Um, And so she's. And this is the woman you're trusting to go down below. Yep. Manhandling you a little bit. Yep. Okay. All right. I'm trying to set the. I'm setting. I'm setting the visual for the listeners. She's okay. got a mustache. Okay. Real sweet lady. She waxes others, but not herself. <laughs> not herself. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and she, uh, she kind of like roughly tells me to take off everything, like pants, underwear, and everything, and I'm laid out on the table with no bottoms on while she waxes my eyebrows. That was a little uncomfortable. Wow. <laughs> no. Like, write this. Like, she's just like, do it now. I'm uh-huh. going to do this part and you're going to be. Yeah. Naked. Now, is this your first time? That first you're time telling... I had a Brazilian. So you don't even know if you're supposed to. Str- like, you're just listening to her directions. Okay. Yep. Like, you don't know if this is normal procedure. Yep. Okay. Blind right. leading the blind. All right. <laughs> um, and she goes to wax it. And it, it was. It was painful. Like, I'm not going to lie. It was painful. And like, Did you cry? Like, did your eyes I didn't cry. Did you? My eyes didn't. I'm very, very tolerant of pain. Uh, that was going to be my very next question because I am very, very not. Yeah. So, okay. I didn't cry, but it hurt. And she had to keep telling me to open my legs because I kept trying to, like, close her out because it okay. hurt. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It, so, you... Okay, so did you have like stirrups or no. anybody helping you? So no. you had to keep your own legs open. Yes. See, that's the that's the difference between us. Had that happened and her her head was there, her head would have got slammed in between my legs. I don't care how it would have looked. I don't care what she would have did at that point. <laughs> I don't care. This is the visual I'm giving you. This is I would not have been able under that pain to keep my legs open on my own. There's yeah. no way. Her head would have been smushed in the bush, okay? <laughs> like, I'm real talk, right? This is where it's at. And well, her head it. wasn't even down there. It's really funny. We're Like, I wish we could do, like, video or whatever. She's kind of, like, slopping the wax down there like you do frosting on a cake. Okay. Like, she's not, like, her head isn't down there. She's not, like, super focused in it. She's just kind of slopping the wax with the stick and then putting the strip on and yanking it off. Like, she's not really down there. One strip? And she time. do it with... Oh, so... Y- so you have to, so it's not like one big no. patch that takes care of the whole area. No, no, no. You have to continually go through this pain. Uh-huh. She does a little area, rips it, does another area, rips it, does another area, rips it. And um, I would have walked out with the landing strip. <laughs> I would not have been able to go for number two. I just, I, I would not have. This is the difference. Um, so I'm on, it's like a, one of the little bed things you lay on, like when they do your eyebrows or whatever. Right. There are no stirrups. I'm holding my own legs back and open and she's going at it and it, it does, it hurts. It doesn't feel good. That's for sure. Um, and then I think she's done and she pushes my knees pretty much back to my ears and instructs At this me, point, are you getting nervous? Are you like, what is happening? At- I just think, I mean, I'm a big girl, so I assume right. maybe there was an angle she couldn't get. Gotcha. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Makes sense. Like, okay. I can't see down there, so whatever. So she pushes my knees back to my ears, and then through um, gestures, she tells me to hold my butt cheeks open. <laughs> No. Next thing I know, there's wax on my asshole. Oh my god! Now are you nervous? Well, it's too late now. It's, it's too done. Late. It's done. Like 
I've got to just prepare. You know what I'm saying? Oh. How do how do you mentally prepare for this? Well, I didn't have much time. Okay, so like, by the time a- oh shit went through my head, that it, strip was being put on and yanked off. Did that hurt worse than the front Brazilian, or was it the same? Like it just um well. The initial pain, yes, because <laughs> oh that, that area is a little sensitive, um, but not to get too graphic, but when they're waxing the area around your lips, okay, because it's like repeated, a repeated offense, like she might get part of this area in one strip, but she has to get the rest of it and some of the area overlaps on the second strip because it's repeated, that's painful, but it's different because it's like a sore Tight pain. Right, right. Where right. the butthole was one shot and um Oh, I I, I, yeah. I can't even deal. Yeah. I can't even deal with you telling the story. I that, that she, is insane. When I was all done, she powdered me up and I'm pretty sure I had baby powder all the way down to my ankles. <laughs> Did you really This is what I want to know. Is this normal Brazilian procedure or is this Dominican Brazilian but, procedure? Well, I talked to my friends about it afterwards, and I had one girl who gets it, or who had it done in Toronto before, because she's okay. from Canada, but she said that when she had it done and they got ready to do the back door, they had her get on all fours. Oh, God. See, I <laughs> I just can't, I don't know if I would run or laugh. Like, I, I, I'm kind of in the middle on what my reaction would be when I'm told, you know, open your butt cheeks or get on all four. Like at that point, you know, I'm starting to feel a little violated. I think I, 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 I don't know. Honestly, I felt bad for the lady because she's doing this without blinking an eye. Right. 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 Like, well, she's probably seen a lot of, she's seen a lot of this, but I'm just, okay. Real talk. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Have you looked at your lady parts in a mirror before? Women genitalia, female genitalia, female genitalia. Yes. It's gross. Like, it's right. ugly. It is ugly. She's been up to her elbows in so much vagina that she's not even blinking. She's like, hold your butt cheeks open, let me finish. Right, like, right, doesn't right. even blink an eye. Right, right. I do not envy her her job. I don't. No. Oh, God, no. I, I would not want that job. I, no. I wouldn't want to look at it. I wouldn't want to deal with it. I wouldn't want to... I, I no hell no I would never I I don't I don't know I just couldn't imagine doing that but look like okay well, I don't know do we want to move on from or are we done with the Brazilians well, I don't want to switch subjects say, but here's the real kicker okay that I've gone back since to have it done again okay so you did go for round two because it's a nice clean feeling when you're done sure of course so, I know um, like and then I do I just want to say I don't go professionally but obviously I keep my stuff you know. When, but I guess I feel better doing it myself. Yeah. I don't do the the wax home. You know, I do my own, you know, get keep it clean. But I, I so and what I'm saying is obviously it's 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 a good feeling. It, mm-hmm. You know, whatever. I just, I, I don't know, Whitney. I, I can't. So I went I, back afterwards. Oh and God. apparently she had gotten a little bit more comfortable with me. How much so, more comfortable could she have gotten than the first visit? That would have been my initial question as well. Okay. But I'm laying there, and she's getting ready to, you know, start slapping the cake frosting on me. And um, she's like, I feel disgusting saying this, but she's like, hold, handing me, not handing me, but like putting my hand on parts of my body to like hold it sideways. Like, 
I don't want to say giving me fat rolls because they're not rolls, but it's no, definitely no, no. fat. Right, right, right. And she's like, hold it to the side. So, <laughs> so I'm holding like parts of my body to the side while my legs are wide open on this table so that she can wax me. So now it's like a, a team. I don't get a discount, which I feel like I should because it's a team effort at this right, point. Right, right, but, <laughs> right. Right, right. I'm doing half the work, bitch. 15 so, bucks. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Um. That's the Brazilian story. That's um, that's fun. But you know what that makes me think of when you're talking about, you know, not envying the lady, her job. Obviously, gynecologists. That's what I was going to say. Okay, there we go. Obviously, they're up to their elbows in it all day, too, and they don't think twice and whatever. And right. I'm pretty sure they see some stuff that they wish they hadn't, you know. But um, in order to get my work visa, we have to have, we have to be tested for to make sure we have no communicable diseases and so every sure, summer I have to go in and do the pap and like the whole nine. Well, anyway, I went in um cuz I don't have insurance in the states. I went into uh where my mom works. And it worked out that the doctor who was in that day um also happened to be the doctor who delivered me. Okay. No, okay. So, um small world. Yeah, right. And at first, I'm awkward. Like, well, maybe I'm getting there. Okay. Oh, so it was okay. <laughs> at first, I was like, "Well, you know, this is, you know, if he delivered my brother and I, he's been doing it long enough. It's not like he's gonna go and tell my mom and be like, whoa, right, you know, your right. daughter, right? So you know, whatever. <laughs> right, right. So he Secrets. comes in and he has to do the pap and he does a pelvic. And you know, when they do the pelvic, they stick the fingers. their fingers in you. Right. Of course. So it's not until afterwards I'm thinking about all this and I'm like, how fucked up is it that the same man that has had his fingers in my mother has had his fingers in me? It was in no way, shape, or form sexual, but at the same time, I feel like a little bit dirty about that. Right, right. I'm a little bit uncomfortable. I get that. I I completely can relate to that. I completely relate to that. I wish the thought had never crossed my mind. Right. But it did. So he so he delivered you. He significant, but he was my mom's older like OBGYN. Right. right. So, but I'm saying like he's like an older guy at this point, obviously, because yeah. that was you know 20 x years ago. So this, I don't know. Like, so is it okay if it's not sexual and the same man? It's I, like 29 I, years later. Does that make it okay? I think because of his job, probably. But you know, morally, no. It's I don't still think a so. Weird, it right? is a little weird. I, 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 I'm on 100 on board with you on that. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna go higher. And this is just me personally. I don't like male gynecologists anyway. I'd prefer a woman. I'm more comfortable with a woman during that procedure. Um, and that's my my own thing. But if I and there have been occasions where I've gotten there and mine, let's say, called out sick and oh, or you're or you know, when I'm pregnant or something, sometimes you can't help it. If your provider's out, you you still have to go through it. You're gonna see who you're gonna see. Um uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, so so I'm uncomfortable with that anyway. Although I have been in that situation, um, if it was somebody who was also my mother's gynecologist, I would feel extremely uncomfortable. I, I don't. I I get it. Like you know what yeah. I mean. So I'm already uncomfortable with the situation. Now that's happening. It's just adding to it. Yeah. I don't know, but I mean, you know, does he get bragging rights? Do you think? Do you like? Do you think he? You know, well, somewhere Hippo would would. 
Uh, well, I mean, in his mind. In his Does own he mind. get mental bragging me rights? Like, oh, I, you know, I was knee deep in her mom, and now, knee like, deep. I am not, now 20 something years later. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do, let's get in the mind of a gynecologist. Like, he probably what? didn't even put the two together. Yeah, because they don't, right? It's and their most job. Don't. They don't even, like, as, like, that to them is like looking at, you mm-hmm. know, a piece of paper eventually. Yeah. They don't even see it as that. But, you know, some so people maybe all you do. ladies who uh, share the same gynecologist as your mother, you're welcome that I just made that connection and now you're thinking about it. Right, <laughs> right. You're welcome. And you cannot get that out of your head. That's something that can't it's go away. weird. It can't go away. It's really weird. It can't go away. Um, Those, You know, there, uh, we have people right now listening who are calling to change their gynecologist currently. I, yes. I, I really firmly believe there that. There are people right now who seriously feel like they need a shower. Right. They just feel gross. So are you okay with PAPS? Like, are you comfortable with them in general? Because, you know, you have the, oh, God, it hurts so bad. And then you have the, yeah, whatever, I'm just going to lay here. Like, are you? That's kind of my thing. It's uncomfortable, but you got to get it done. What are you right. going to do? Right. Um, actually, my first doctor who did not practice much longer, and it had nothing to do with me, but a little bit after me, she didn't practice a whole lot longer. She told me that if I could have sex and take a penis in my vagina, then the pap smear shouldn't bother me. I should be fine. Okay. Thank you. Because I have a story very, very similar. And it wasn't like comforting. Like, oh, honey, if you right can do right. that. It was kind of like shaming me. Like, well, if you can take the penis, you'll be fine with this. Don't whine. Buck up. Like, right. It was kind of bitchy. And I've had an experience like that, too. And here, let's get into this issue, um, really took me back. Because, again, I said I prefer to have the, the woman... For that reason, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not, I don't like, I'm one of the women in the percentile who um, I, I, I do not like it. And it's not even a painful thing. It's just, okay, well, let's go back. The first pap I ever had was a very uncomfortable experience. And I don't know if she was not um, uh, very experienced or what happened. Uh-huh. But when she was putting the... Um, like the giant Q-tip thing, the swab or No, whatever. not even the swab. When you put... What about the, the metal thing? Yes. What is that called? Oh, There's a word. Oh, God. Do we not know what this is? I can't think of it right We're now, We're embarrassment right now to every woman out there. We, we have no idea what they're called, right? It'll come to me later. I keep wanting to say stirrups, but obviously they're not sticking the stirrups in my shit. Okay, no. so <laughs> anyway... If they did, it was right. definitely an uncomfortable experience. <laughs> yeah. I understand why you don't like it. <laughs> right, right. This explains all. So she's, she's putting that in there and... She cannot get it properly. So she's turning it and twisting it in different ways to the point that it was very painful for me. And I was going, ow, ow. And like, you know, and she's like, you need to open your legs more. But like they were naturally closing because it hurt. And she was like, you need to do this and you need to that. And I'm like, you don't understand. I don't know what you're doing with those things, but you are hurting me. Like, and so eventually it got in, whatever. That was my first experience. So after that, I'd never wanted to go back for it because remember, and I was young when I had to do my first one. Remember, I, I had Brittany young. I was young. So that sticks with you when you're traumatized or whatever because to me, I thought she didn't do a bad job. I thought that's the way it was. Uh-huh. That's how it hurts or feels uh-huh. every single time. Um, so when I would go from there on, it would be, I'd be like, oh God, no. And like, I'd literally be acting like a five-year-old. I shit you not. I would act like a five-year-old. And I remember once I had this lady who actually turned to me and said, um, 
Are you kidding? You've pushed a baby out. You obviously have sex. And you're acting like this over a, like literally said this, a woman. Now, I'm not trying to be sexist or cross like any lines or whatever, but you might expect that empathy. Like, you might expect that reaction from a guy Mm -hmm. because they don't know, they don't, you know what I'm saying? They don't know how it feels, so they can't relate or they think, oh, it's not that bad. But from a woman who's supposed to be very sensitive to other women and so, I don't know, it just mindfully, you, me, would not expect that reaction. Like, she was livid at me, livid. And ironically... When it was all said and done, she obviously did it right. It mm-hmm. didn't hurt at all. And mm-hmm. it was like, oh, all right, let me tell you about my last experience and why I was acting that way. Because I, and I think it was, like I said, it was just relayed back to that. And in my mind, that's what I what thought an awful it was. experience it was. And then it, it wasn't. Like, and I found, obviously, who I'm with now, I'm, I'm very happy with it. It's very gentle. Very, you know, it's almost mm-hmm. like it's not even happening. And, you know, there's that comfort level, which you have to have going into that or else it is going to be. A bad experience oh, yeah. for him. But what the hell is up with that? Women gynecologists who just act like a bitch. It's like, you really? Lady? Really? I had, I had a woman that I went and saw for probably 10 years. But then I moved out of the area and then moved out of the country, whatever. And since then, I've had two different male doctors I've seen. And now that you say that and I've thought about it, I was more comfortable with the female doctor. I had her for 10 years, obviously. Right. But the male doctors were more gentle. And they would tell me, okay, I'm going to touch your knee now. Okay, I'm going to do this. Where it's not like I was ever manhandled by a woman. Right. But they don't go to those lengths. Here you go. You know what? Very, very, very um, funny that you say that because the experience I have had where I've had to have a man, let's say by default, do it. Exactly. They tried to make it as, it's just me personally, Uh but they did try to make it much more comfortable than any woman, a gynecologist has ever done. That's a very good point. I agree with that. I don't know if it's just because they do try to talk you through it because they are the guy. They don't Uh want to cross lines. Like, I don't know what it is, but you are right. Any Uh guy I had was very gentle in those terms, uh-huh. right? And you would think, like I said, or maybe it's just my mind, but just you would think the woman would be more sensitive. Because she knows what it feels like. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know what, though? And maybe it's because when they're doing the actual pap part, like their face is below the sheet, so like you're not staring them in the face. Right. But do you know what like mentally is more uncomfortable for me? <laughs> the breast exam. Right. Like, yes, 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 yes. You're yes. a foot away from, your face is right here by my face and you're fondling my breast. And like, yes. I'm sorry, I'm having trouble making chit chat with you right, right now. Right, right. <laughs> like, it's just right. uncomfortable. It is. No, absolutely. Is it? I agree. It is. Okay. Yep. I so feel the same the exact one. way. Nope. I feel the same exact I'm like, way. I know it she's is. not really fondling me. Like, no, 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 no. But no. that's what if it's right. weird. Well, she's fondling you. Let's be yeah, honest. I, guess. I get what you, I get what you mean. Not in that way. Not to but, the same but end. There's but there's fondulation going on. Fondulation. Okay. <laughs> okay. No yes. doubt about it. Yeah. It's a little like, and you're right. I can't make small talk with you right now. It's just weird. Please yeah, don't make eye contact. It's just don't look at me. Is it, well, I feel that way when they come up from the sheet a little bit. You know what oh. I mean? Because it's like you know you've been down there. You've been you've been in my stuff, and you you know what I mean. You've been looking. I don't know what's been going on down there, but now. Hello, you're up. I don't know. I feel weird when they come up from the sheet. I, I got to be honest. I, kinda, I, I feel put weird. my knees together when they come up, and though they can still see everything. Yeah, but the damage I is nothing, done. I just feel it. I'm like, oh, it's knees done. are together. 
But the I'm back to being ladylike. They've already been down. They've, I guess. they've seen it all. They already know. I guess. Damage has been already done. I don't, it doesn't you know. bother me as much. I don't well, know. Well, now why. it might. Yeah. You're welcome to you now. Thanks. Right? <laughs> Pay it forward. Yes. Paying it forward here on Humorous this week. Yes, <laughs> my God. Yeah. Very uncomfortable. Women go through these things, you know? Yeah. Like, what the hell with us? Yeah. Like, why? Well, you know, it, the, there's so many things that we, we do the, the baby baron and the carrion. We do the period. We do the men. Like, we do the uh, menopause. Like, we go through so much shit. Well, that's what I was obviously dieting. Men diet, but oh it's more of a woman thing. Yes, it is. But because when I was, when I got back to the Dominican in August to start the new school year, I did start dieting and eating healthier things and not putting just as much junk in my body, and right. I it it just changed. I felt so much better. And people used to say that I'm like, whatever, you're an idiot. Right? No, no, Chocolate no. is awesome. Like, yeah, you know, but it yep. does. You feel better. You do. And then I've come home since Christmas and eaten nothing but shit the whole time. I, I mean, it was delicious shit, but right. it was just shit the right. whole time I've been home. And I feel sluggish and gross. And do you know what I thought about? I don't know that I could ever handle being pregnant if it messes with the way you feel like that you know what I mean like it might not be the exact same thing but like you wake up and and things you just feel like crap a lot sometimes like you can eat stuff that you could eat before and now you can't and just because you're growing something in your body I can see what you're saying I could see what you're saying nervous but I think when you're in that situation you know you're in that situation for a reason and it's gonna end you know uh, what I mean? So it changes your outlook. It does change your outlook a little it. bit. It's like, okay, this is going to be over just when it's over. Like even, and I know this is going way further into it, but like even let's just say the pain of contractions, look, they hurt. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. One day you will find out. I'm just putting it out there. The shit hurts. Okay. But you're like, okay, the light at the end of this tunnel is once the baby's out, this pain is gone. I'm it's done. not like, when is this going to be over? When, when the baby uh-huh. comes out, it's like nothing ever happened. Legitly, nothing ever happened. It's just done it's like ah, and mm. it's over you know what I mean so I think at you know when you're pregnant you always have the well the light at the end of the tunnel is, is you know and, uh-huh. it, and I could take this off and you know, I won't eat like this after and I won't feel this way and I mm-hmm. won't feel sick if you go through sicknesses so you know just like even morning sickness as horrible as it is it's not the same as a sickness because a sickness, you're like, oh, God, is it a 24-hour thing? Is it whatever? I'm constantly sick. Uh, With a morning sickness, it's almost like you're, you're nauseous for a few hours, possibly. You might just throw it up. Once it's done for the day, it's done. You're over it. You move on with your day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a little different um, in that aspect of, of that. That makes sense. But I get what you're saying. Like, going into that is a fear. And that's my thing, too. Like, when I was pregnant, it's like, oh, my God, the weight. Like, that was always a huge mm. thing for me. Oh, my God. Because I feel like... More than not in my life, I've always been dieting. More than not, I'm on a constant diet in my life. Let me ask you this because I've had several friends who have been pregnant and had babies. And have uh, different women say different things. I had one friend who told me that a doctor had a 30-pound bag of dog food that he kept in the office and would make you stand up and hold. And he would say, do you want to carry that around when you only have a 7-pound baby in your stomach? You don't need to eat like you're crazy like, be careful, don't gain all that weight. You are kidding me. No. I no mean, shit. But, I mean, it, it makes sense, kind of, because you're putting all this strain and stress on your body. I get it. With, but what the hell, what kind pounds. of practice is this? Is a doctor says this? But then there, I've had other people who the doctor has said, 
you know, eat what you want. It's you're having a baby. It's okay. What what has been your experience that with your one, kids? That yeah. particular one. Yes. Yeah. Eat what you Unless want. I've said like, oh, I'm worried about this, and then of course, anytime, anytime I've said that, they said obviously don't worry about it right now what's what you worry about is that you're eating enough getting enough for the baby the baby needs the nutrition it's always about that and not worrying and then if you're worried about it after we'll do like we'll get you in with a nutritionalist or we'll or breastfeeding is is a tremendous and works tremendous way to lose weight after pregnancy it really is i'll tell i did one with the breastfeeding and i was very um for me personally, I I was like, yeah, I don't know, like it's just it doesn't work for me. I didn't mm-hmm. like it. But one of the things about that that was a, a mind fuck for me during breastfeeding is that you have to eat more when you breastfeed. Mm. So you would think, okay, I could start my diet now. But even though you do lose, you do have to eat a certain amount every day to get enough for you and for and the them. Baby. So mind-wise, it was like, but I'm eating so much more. How can I lose from uh-huh. this? Um, however, within the little bit of time that I did, I did lose. I know plenty of people who breastfed all the way through and lost. It does work. Mm-hmm. There is a, 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 a perfect wrap-up about eating all that food, and you, you now it's my turn. You legitly do take it off with breastfeeding. But um, for me, I, I, I my mind is so like, ugh, because like I said, I feel like I'm constantly worried about that. Uh, constantly, you know? Now, I feel like I already know the answer to this because yes. you have more than one child. Yes. But I'm going to ask it anyway. Okay. Did you have your kids naturally or C-section? One, I had natural. I, oh, I never had any. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you were saying natural, like no pain, no, no uh, anything. Vaginally. Uh, I had them all. Yes. Vaginally. Never had a C-section. That's what I thought. Correct. Yes. And you've had more than one, so you've Correct. obviously been getting busy since the first one, so it doesn't affect things down there, but so much. Like, it's not like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Correct. <laughs> yes. And I've asked. Yeah. And I've because I couldn't tell you personally, you know what I'm saying? So I've and you I've asked. asked. Yes, I've asked. Interesting. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it goes it goes, it goes back. back. Right? It's you do know, you do like the it, exercises? I have done them. I okay. have done them. I'm not sure but if, you if they like work it. or they naturally uh-huh. do. I'm not sure how effective that was in uh-huh. you know, accordance with it going back. But mm-hmm. uh but yeah, it, it just like it goes this way, mm-hmm. it, it does go back down that way. I know that's okay. a big fear. For for women, that mm-hmm. is a big fear. But yeah, yeah, I could I could tell you that that like I said, not from experience, but from the experience of saying, hey, let me just ask you a question. I was curious because it is. I think it, it is on every woman's mind. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I've never asked anybody firsthand. Okay, right. interesting. Yeah, so that's a fear. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Check off the list, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Melissa, being a mom. It's really it's rewarding, but it's it is. it's hard work. Oh, it is hard work. In order work. to be a good parent, it is and I think because of what working But you with, were born to be a mom. I say that all the time. You were born to do this. I I don't wanna say it's ruined me, but I've gotten such a taste of what being a parent really is, what being a mother really, the 24 hours a day, what you have to give up, right. what it requires to be a good parent. I right. don't know that I'll ever be able to say, yes, I'm ready to give that up. Right, 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 right. I gotcha. So, okay. But maybe you're just not mind, mind, where your mind's not ready yet. Yeah. Doesn't mean like, oh, that scares me because what I have to do, maybe you're just not ready for that level of 
commitment yet. That's it. You're still young. So you have the right to say, hey, I'm not ready yet, you know? There, there. That's another thing. I was talking to some of my family. One of my younger cousins, he got married, and his wife is now expecting. And I was like, what? He's not old enough to have children. Well, yes, he is, because I'm damn near 30. So, like, I'm old enough to have children. And one of my family members ended up saying, oh, you're almost 30. You better start having babies if you want to have them. And now I almost feel like I'm on a little bit of a timeline. I think everybody hears that at some point. Everybody, like, says that to a family member is what I'm Uh saying. Absolutely no timeline. As a matter of fact, like, people now are, like, pushing them out at 40, 45. Now, I will say, at 40... It, they do, it is uh, considered a high-risk pregnancy. Even if you have no problems, it's considered high-risk. Something to do with, like, the age. I don't know all the stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm putting out information. I don't know. But I do know it is. And where you would maybe go every, um, you know, like, six weeks or whatever, they see you a lot more. And then at the end, it's, like, literally, you know, every week or twice. Well, I guess at the end of any pregnancy it is. But they see you a lot more because you are considered, once you get to that particular age, Um but there's no age on that. It's when you're ready. Because if you're not ready, then you're not you're not going to, um, well, I say you're going to be a good mom anyway. You know what I mean? So to yeah. say, oh, if you're not ready, you're not going to be a good mom. But I'm saying you're not going to be mentally prepared yeah. and you might not do the best you can do. Or you do, resent or the be. child because they came right. in exactly. and took all these freedoms away. So many things could happen. So you're actually doing it the smartest way. You know what I mean? Um, I wouldn't expect anything less from you, though. Like, you know, to put thought into it and really... Analyze analyze it to death. Yes, right. (laughs) I have a friend who has talked about, and she's done it jokingly, but has said that she may end up doing it, like doing the whole like sperm donor thing. Okay. It may not really be like going to a clinic. It may be like finding someone and just making it happen. But do you feel like, and you've done the single mom thing. Wait. Like, would she tell the person, I just oh, want to yeah, meet yeah, you yeah. for the night and Oh, have... no, I think it would be someone she knew. Oh, okay. You know. Okay. I thought you, like, I thought we were, like, talking about, like, just, like, a dating service no, and no, be no. like, girl, I'm going to go get it him pregnant. Okay. She, knew and she was comfortable I with I gotcha. Him. Okay. All right. Um, but you've done the single mom thing. Yes. I just, I feel like it's being a parent is hard. Being a single parent is that much harder. I don't know that I could do it on my own. I just don't know that I could. I mean, if you have to. Right. But if I don't have to, why not prevent? It's hard. There's absolutely no doubt about it. It is very hard. Um, I think I realize that more, though, oddly, as I'm older. Like, when I was younger and did the single parent, it's like, I'm independent. I can do this by myself, da-da-da. What I realize now as I'm older, the hardest part is, sorry, um, the hardest part is, Ideally, to have, you know, both, like, two parents in the household is better for the child in terms of, um, God, I don't even know what I'm trying, like, I know what I'm trying to say, but I don't know how to express it, but I, I guess, okay, let me just tell you from my experience, I feel like, for me personally, um, maybe not having, you know, one figure or the other growing up that I have not learned things from each angle or not learned things properly or not. And I know that now about myself. Mm -hmm. So I put that into, okay, well, I did that singly and it was hard. It was a hard job. 
but my kids are still lacking A, B, C because they didn't have two parents. Mm-hmm. Does this make sense what yeah. I'm trying to say? Like, I'm not condoning, like, oh, they have to and stay together no matter what because no, uh-huh. no, 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 no. But, and I'm just even saying the person being in their life. I'm saying if she wasn't going to have a relationship with, let's just say, the sperm donor, that would be a harder situation for her if she was with somebody I feel like to each their own though God mm-hmm. knows to each their own um but I just feel like I it would have been different maybe upbringings or different things that they learned along the way by doing it single mom where I thought oh I could give everything to them that's not necessarily true there yeah. is they do need they do need both to get what they need out of you know what I mean does that make sense what ideally I'm to say? ideally yeah. right correct that makes sense correct that makes sense um, and it was a little bit harder for me because, you know, at one point, as as you as you very well know, um, one was special needs at one point, um, extremely, you know, at that point yes. during diagnosis and, uh, and, and it made it real hard. And actually at the time I wasn't a single mom, but I was a single mom, if that uh-huh. makes any sense. You know yes. what I mean? So it was very hard doing that uh, yes. alone and with... Um, with others, with other yeah. children that I had to, yeah. you know, it, it, it was very hard. So, yeah, that does. It's situational, I guess, then in it the is. end when it boils down to that question, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I think you could so. do it, though. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you have always been strong and dependent beyond your years. Like, you're meant, like, I just, you're just mentally strong. You're into, I, I, I think I, I have definite confidence for you to be. I'm not saying do it though. I'm saying yeah. meet someone, fall in love, have the dream, you know? Do yeah, it. That's what but I'm, I'm saying if it ever came that's what I'm down going to it. For. <laughs> right. But I'm saying if you if you uh if you ever had to. Yeah. If eventually the relationship swipe left, you know what I mean? <laughs> you could do it. Do not. You could do it, is what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Well, I've got a stick in my arm, so I've got another two years and no babies. Okay. So, so nothing wrong with that. <laughs> there will be no birth announcements anytime right, right, soon. Right. <laughs> another year. Yes. Woo, all right. Oh, all my right. gosh. Okay. My parents don't think that that's very funny, but... Do they, do. are they like pushing? Like, do they want grandkids? Oh, no. Or, no. Dad, the so first thing good. out of dad's mouth is I have to have a husband first. Oh, no, right. But I'm saying, are they like, meet someone already because we want grandkids. You know, some parents are like, we want grandkids. Hurry up. I think, and we talked about this earlier, I think dad's thing is more of seeing me settled in a family so that if anything ever happened to him, I had someone to take care of me. Right, right. Not yes, that yes, I yes, couldn't right. take care of myself, no, but to no, have no. that support right, system. Right, right, right. It makes him feel better that mm-hmm. he, you know what I mean? That, yeah, a- absolutely. From dad, of course. Dad Mom. Is. Says she's not ready for grandkids. She's like, I don't okay. want to be called grandma. I'm not ready for that. Okay, okay. Um, but if so I had good. a child, that's good. There's no they... pressure. That oh, no. I mean, that's good that there's no no for you or your brother. Because I didn't know if like yeah. either of you were were getting like, come on, no. it's time. You know, no. so no, not at all. Um, they both. They, like I said, they want us to meet someone and settle down, just because you know they want to see us settled and no, happy. Sure. But, exactly. Um, but other than that, no. Thank God. Well, I think my parents know better than to pressure me because I tell them all the time, I can have a baby by myself if all you want is a grandkid. Like, I can go make that happen. Right. I can right, bring right. you a baby home. That's not hard at right, all. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, exactly. Which, speaking of, that reminds me of um, a preteen I know. The sex talk with your kids. I, my parents never had that with me. Right. We didn't. They made my brother watch a video. 
everything I learned, I learned in the public school bus. Like right. there was no birds and the bees talk with me. But I had a 12-year-old asking me, not she didn't really ask me, she said that someone said something about a prostitute and she asked me what that was. And I told her she had to ask her mom. I wasn't busting in on that one. But then she shared some other things her mom had shared with me. And then she basically told me the ins and outs of sex. She didn't use words or phrases, but the finger in the hole gesture. The 12-year-old did this? Yeah. Or the mom was no, telling you? No, the 12-year-old told me. Okay. And then she said, um, but I've also heard you can get pregnant from a bunch of kissing. I said, well, the kissing part's not the part that gets you pregnant, but it could get you there. Right. Like, right. What do you right. say to a 12-year-old? No. Right, exactly. <laughs> and who educated her on that? Or she didn't have the talk. It was just things yeah. she's heard. And I think, yeah. Okay. Because schools now actually, you have to sign a sheet saying, like, okay, I give permission because it's no holds bar now. Like, we're telling them everything. Yeah. But we're going to say it nicely. What grade but they're going to find start? out. I believe it's fifth grade. Wow. I believe it was last year for Chris because he came home and let me tell you something. I'm like, so what did you learn today? Because, you know, I love messing with the kids. So I'm like, come on, tell us about it. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. I want to forget this day ever happened. You know, so obviously it was enough to make him feel extremely uncomfortable, you know, yes. Um so I couldn't, I couldn't pull it out of them as much as I try to mess with them and, and try. But, uh, but yeah, they, they do now. Now it's like straight on. And you know what? Honestly, okay. I've heard both ways because I've heard par- parents say, I want to be the one to do that and go over that. And I get it. I definitely feel, I could feel the same, obviously. And that's why you have the right to deny that piece of paper if you uh-huh. don't want it signed. My thing on it is, you know, maybe there's some things I missed. Maybe there's some things that my child would not want to discuss with me, but mm-hmm. might feel more comfortable in this class with discussion. So so obviously it's another outlet for the child to learn about that. And I don't think it's a bad thing. Like I've heard yeah. parents really against this sex education in class, and I do not think it's a bad thing at all. I don't. I think it's another, like I said, outlet. They might feel more comfortable. They're having discussions that they don't have to look mom or dad maybe in the face having that safe person um because my mom was the very same exact way there was no talk about birds and the bees no sex we didn't talk about anything like that um however um my stepmom very much i mean she came to me at, at a young age and she was like you know when i had my first boyfriend and she's like look no questions asked if you are having um sex Come to me, we'll get you on birth control, no questions asked. She was very proactive on it. She was very, she's still very open. And, and mm-hmm. we have these conversations. Like, she's, she's just very much like that, which is which is amazing. And where I think I get off, well, not think, I get that from mm-hmm. her. Um, because I know that if it wasn't for her, I would not have that. But telling that story all to tell you is that, when she came to me, even though she was very open, she, no questions asked. There'll be no anything. I just need you to tell me so we can make sure you're safe. How awesome is that? A parent coming to you and saying that. Mm-hmm. How awesome is that? But that's rare. But I was having sex, but it was my parent. And so I said, no, I'm not even thinking about that now uh-huh. because it was my parent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So even though she came, she opened the door. She said, no questions asked, no problem. This is what we have to do to keep you safe. I was still too embarrassed to tell my yeah. parent, yes, I'm active. Um, 
that's what I mean about I think it's not a bad idea to have this other outlet. It's not because maybe if this other outlet existed, maybe I would feel comfortable going to them and saying, okay, I am, help me, get me on something, and I wouldn't feel that uncomfortableness. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad idea. I don't. I don't. I don't want to be the one to teach that class. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't either. I would not either. And I don't want to, and that's, I'm also very, I'm, I'm too blunt. Right. Right, right, right. Okay, you are. I'll give you I that. I lose my job. Like, <laughs> You're right. I am. You may. You may. Yeah. And I, I don't, I'm not ready to answer those questions. Right. You know? It's difficult. It's very, very difficult. Like, how do you keep a straight face sometimes with that stuff? Right. It's very, very, very difficult to uh, to have that conversation. And it's hard for me because remember, like, oh, I don't want to, I guess I'll go out on this limb and say it. But I guess when you don't talk about it with your parents and you realize it wasn't talked about, I guess. Even though I did have her, you know, my stepmother as that other outlet who did open the door and make it okay because it wasn't discussed in the home per se. Um, as a child, I think you naturally get on, oh, it's a dirty thing or it's uh-huh. a bad thing. And you automatically think it's like, and that's probably why I didn't want to admit it because at that point, it's almost like it's all under the carpet and uh-huh. we can't talk about this. And this yeah. is like the dirty thing and this is, you know, whatever. So it's very hard um, for me, or, or when I have the conversations, it's hard for me sometimes to have it and not come across like it is, even though there's still that part of me like, oh my God, I never had the talk. Even when she came to me, I shut it down. Remember that? Yeah. She tried. I shut that door. So I didn't know how to do it. A short of doing what she said to me, hey, you know, just let me know. And if so, no questions asked. And I got to say, I love her. And I see what she was doing and she was trying to help me. But I got questions from my kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm straight up saying if the girls, you know, were to come to me and say it, you know, I I, I would want to say. And had I said yes, I'm sure it would have led to that point. You know what I mean? But... Yeah, like so, I it, it is hard to have that conversation because let's let's face it, you want your kids to wait, mm-hmm. you want them to um, to make the right decisions, you want them to whatever. However, uh, being that we were all young once, we know it doesn't always work out the way yeah. you want it to. The reality of this whole situation is they're probably not going to wait. And and they're, you know, as much as we'd like that for our children, it's probably not going to happen, especially, unfortunately, in this day and age. Mm-hmm. It's probably much rarer than, than it used to be. Um, and that's the hard part. It is. It's the hard part, you know? It is. It is. And, like, you know, at what point do you draw the line and how honest you are with your kids? You know, I don't. There are lots of things I've done that I don't necessarily want to be like, hey, kid, guess what I did? But then it's like, well, what if they, you tell them your story and they can learn from it? You know, what do you do? It, I'm just not ready to be a parent. That's all I know. Right. right. <laughs> Condoms are the answer. Okay. And the stick in the arm, yeah. right? The Both. Because we got to do the safety precautions yes. with the condom, but then Both. the stick in the arm, right? Exactly. It's so, just, it's safety girl. Yes. Yeah. And you know what else? And I, this may be because of, you know, we're in the South and whatever, but I feel like that falls on the mom a lot. The it birds does. and the bees thing. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, 
I mean, I guess with boys, you put it on the dad some too, but even then, maybe it's just because the mom's more like all up in it and concerned. Like, right. I don't know, but I feel like a lot of times it falls to the mom. I think, I think it does on, I think it does, I, I don't think that's, um, I don't know, I'm not trying to say stereotypical, but I don't think that's a, um, un, unrational thought. I think, I think it does. Yeah. Naturally, because I think probably most men don't know how to broach that. They don't know how to bring it up. They don't know how to. It's probably very uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable for moms, but moms go through uncomfortable shit and push through like superwoman yeah. all the time. That's what we do. Where dads a little bit more, you know, don't. They yeah. just don't. And I know like going back and I'm a, well, you know, he's not here today, but I'm sure he would say this. Um, it was mom who was had these very open conversations with, with yeah. Vin as well, being yeah. the boy. You know, like she, with all the kids, she, you know, just would have these open. They would talk about everything, and she made sure that she she did that part for for everybody, you know. So um, that's another scenario. It's It's mom, I think. And also, too, I think kids, by nature, most of them are more comfortable going to mom because we leave the more comfortable door open like I would I would have never went to my mom anyway because she made it feel you know what I mean but even if she didn't by nature thinking about me being a young girl I would never go to my dad and be like hey dad let me ask you a question about that male genitalia like you know what I'm saying I Mm -hmm. I just it's an uncomfortable now maybe boys maybe would feel more comfortable but I don't know. We'll have to get a boy on and see. But then their the take, question right? with that too is: think about how I don't want to say easier, but how less curious and obsessed with just sex and boys and penises and all that in general you would have been if you'd had someone that you could have just asked those questions. Right. Very true. That is you know very I mean? true. Like, like if I said, I had a female. Yeah, I shut and a the door. I'm not going to, I'm saying, I'll throw myself yeah. under the bus. I shut the door because I know it could have led there, but I, again, I was already made to feel like that. Would like be it was. Though. Like I would never have been able to ask my dad, but just to have, you know, someone. Right. 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 To be to able you to could trust in your life to say, I was wondering. Right. And that's, okay, so going back to the school thing, that's why I don't think it's a terrible idea. I actually yeah. think it's a pretty damn good one to have that other outlet for the kids who are uncomfortable or who do want to know more. And trust me, I know because the girls had those classes too. And they told me it was a bunch of hee-hee-hee-hee-hee, hee and they're all like kind of laughing and giggling because it's embarrassment. It's the mm-hmm. in, in, you know embarrassment giggle. Um, so I don't know how many questions are really asked but you think about it even in that situation if I might be in that classroom and not want to open that door in front of everybody because I'm embarrassed I now know whoever taught that class whoever that teacher was I could go to them and say like yeah. I didn't want to I was kind of embarrassed I'm gonna be honest with but you. but I was wondering but I yes exactly so the school I was at before this one and the Dominican I taught at another school before they had a sex ed class and the teacher I think it was middle or high school that she was teaching. And she made the mistake of letting the children write questions and like put them in a box without their name on it, like anonymous. And 99.9% of the questions she pulled out were things like, what's your favorite position and why? Um, No. But think about that. Wait, how old were these kids though? Middle or high school. Okay, so they were, well, middle still young. But but think about it. 
Like, were they messing with her? Or well, kind of, but I think some of it was general, like was curiosity because. I mean, there's still things at 30 that I don't know about. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. You know, the okay, way things work enough. and go, whatever. Right. So, and, and that's my thing, too, as an educator. Do you answer that question? Right, right. Do you say, well, I'm not going to tell you my favorite position. However, depending on the angle, determines, like, do you... Do right. you have that conversation? Do right. you talk about that? <laughs> right. Or How that detailed? Right. How detailed can this be? Right. I right. Mean, right. I mean, if they're really asking, no. Well, you're right. If you're opening the door, then you know you have to. I guess if you're opening the door to be allowed to have the questions answered, I guess you have to be prepared to answer whatever they ask. I mean, unless it's something con- completely out of line, that's yeah. just too personal or or something. Uh, which yeah. I, I think that is kind of a personal question like what's your favorite, favorite position, position and why um but so here here this leads to something else I was actually just having a conversation with a friend not too long ago and she was telling me about an experience she had where um <laughs> she was faking it mm-hmm. and she thought that the guy finished okay well, come to find out he didn't. And she later found out during exchanges because he was like, well, did I hope you enjoyed it. And she was like, oh, yeah, definitely. Now, keep in mind my opening line, she faked it. So, she, uh-huh. you know, it was just whatever. Um, and he's like, well, at least somebody got to enjoy it. And during that conversation, she found out that he never finished. And she's like, well, why didn't you like tell like I didn't. OK, here's my question on that. My very first question was. How the fuck can a guy fake it? A How? guy? A guy. Oh, did he, he fake never, it too? He never finished. Well, I don't think he faked it. I think she assumed he finished probably. So she got up and she thought it was over, whatever. But how do you... Okay, my thing, and maybe I'm just not a guy. Maybe this is going to come off so inappropriate here. And I don't even give a shit because it's our show. That's what we do. Um, if I, if I'm a guy and I didn't finish and the girl gets off or in like, you're still obviously extremely hard. You're sitting there. You have all these feelings. You're extremely horny. Are you not going to be like, where are you going? Like, are you just going to act like, so okay, did she, she faked a finish and like rolled away and was like, all right, now go make me a sandwich. Like she faked the finish and he made some noises. So she thought he finished. But he did it. So I guess my question is not how can a guy fake it. It's how could a girl not tell if he's faking it. You see what I'm saying? Like, how did she maybe Maybe he's not not a big finisher. But it's not her first time she's been with him. But that's what I'm saying. Maybe he's not a big finisher. Maybe when he does finish, he just does a little grunting and he's done. And so she thought he was done. Maybe. Now, I'll share this. But how did he let her just get up and go instead of being like, uh, bitch, come. You know what I'm saying? Like, Put that you, sandwich down. You finished even though you didn't. Get over here. The shit is not taking. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just a weird scenario. I couldn't get Unless over it. Unless he didn't think he was going to. Was there alcohol involved? No. Because I know if there's alcohol no, involved, yeah, sometimes it could. they have trouble yeah, you yeah, know, either getting true. it up or finishing. I don't know. That is weird. And... Depending on the guy, sometimes you when they finish, you can feel them spasming. Right. That's what I'm saying. And I don't know. I guess I've never asked somebody. I guess we need to ask a guy. That's our next quest. But um, when we orgasm, 
I inside feel myself. Yeah. Spaz, I feel that. Does the guy feel that? Like, you would think if we're feeling it, they're feeling it kind of doing that. I don't know, which leads to how does the gut, if they can, in fact, feel that spasm, how do they not know we didn't finish? And we, how do they not know we're faking it? Or, you know what I mean? Either they're not smart enough to realize. Or they just don't care at that point. Or they say that condoms help, or condoms dull the sensation, so maybe they think that they can't feel it because okay. they're wearing a condom. Okay, that's a good point. However, I've been obviously in relationships, there's been no condoms, and I'm not saying I've never faked a couple or two, you know what I'm saying? So, and it was never, no, this happens all the time. This is the age old joke. Women fake this shit all the time, and it's like, it, you would just think, how can they fake it? And then like the person might find out later and be like, you didn't, like, you faked it? Like, what the heck? And, like, they're getting it. It's like, well, how do you not know? Like, no, we, I've never had that confrontation, but I'm saying, yeah, I've seen, and maybe it's just movie life. I don't know. It's just always been there. Are they feeling that? And if they are feeling that, then how do they not know that we have faked? You know what? Have you faked the orgasm? Oh, God, yes. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. But you know what? We've ruined it because we fake it. And men think that it's real, so they're like, oh, well, then maybe I'm not supposed to feel it every time. Okay. You know what I'm good saying? Good point. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. We expect Fair them enough. to know what it feels like when we fake it all the time. Okay. We do. Women do it all the time. Right. So that's a really good point. I never thought about it like that. So maybe they just think, like, when they do feel it, because it is happening, it's a or, random. you or... know, every female's different, and when it's like they're on a hot dog down a hallway, the spasming might be a little bit more, to, a little bit more difficult to That to is feel. true. You're right. That is very true, too. That's a good point. So maybe that's what it is, too. But the fact that he didn't finish is very interesting. And the fact that she didn't know he didn't finish. Like, I can't, I think I would naturally know that. Or I'm going to get explicit. They're in a relationship, so there was no condom. So obviously he, if he yeah. finished, he, you feel that. You feel that when that's being done. Or at least when you get up okay, after and it's totally, right. Yeah. So I don't understand how she was so taken back to find out. He, I, I, I just, I don't know how. How did she it, not realize? Right. But then the flip side of that is what had he done ahead of time? That they've got this going, and she, and nine times out of ten, right, the woman gets off. Okay, now I can, I've put my work in. Now I can get mine. Right, so right. So why would, like, I wonder if he took something before. Maybe you know what I mean. No, I do. I definitely do. I definitely do. That, it's just very. It's an odd situation. That is so, weird. But I, I, I mean, that was my first question. It's like, how do you? He, he wasn't even used. Like, how do you not know he he didn't or he didn't? So I guess he didn't fake it because he did end up telling her. But she just for her not to know, and for like I said, I go back to him not being like, where are you going? Like, you know what I'm saying? I think women normally and maybe stereotypical, we're not the type to be like, hey, where are you going? Get the fuck back here. Like, we're just we're like, all right, whatever. Obviously, but I think men are not. Built like once they're going, they're going. They need to. They need to finish. It's you know. But that, right? Isn't that the way it would, works? And one would think. I'm not sure who this female is, but most of your friends, right, probably don't like get theirs and get up and put their clothes on. Like it's right, not, right, right, right. So there's probably a little bit of snuggling going on, right? Where he could 
you know, rub it up against her thigh and be like, so round two? Right, 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 you know right, right, so he, right. So that's what makes me right. feel like he had to have taken something or done something ahead of time to have known it's not happening for me. Right. It just it's not, just let me just not say happening. Right. Okay, so with, all right. Especially if she's faked the orgasm so he thinks she's having a good time. Right, right, right. Very true. Good point. Here's my question to that, though. If that did happen, and it very well could have, why even put it out there? Like, to make why her not? Feel like shit. That's what I'm saying. So it was intentionally to say, hey, glad you got off, even though the funniest part about the story is she, she didn't did get it. off. Right. Oh my but God. it's, it's, it, why even put it out there? If you, if you know you did something and you're not going to get off, or you're like, you're only putting it out there to make her feel like, and it worked. She was like, Oh my God, like he didn't finish. Like, why didn't he? Like, you know what I'm saying? But, and then she starts questioning herself. What right. didn't I do right? That's all, yeah, that's what that was. And then he was probably looking for a little bit of something extra next time they hooked up. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, trying to get Make her work a little deal. bit harder. So he's an asshole, right? We're just going to yeah. chalk him up men to Men are dogs. Not all men. Lots of men no, are dogs. No, right, so. right, right. Yeah. There are lots of them. Yeah, that was a dick move, though. It was. Literally. It was. <laughs> <laughs> dick move. It completely. was. Yeah, it was. Right? I'm trying to think of situations. The only time I ever got up and like straight walked away from a guy was when he put his toes in my mouth. Like just in the middle of Yep. Shove them? Just like literally he started sucking on one of my toes and I was like, Yeah. Oh he pu- I thought you said he put his toe no, 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 I no, no, I no, 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 no. I thought I'm, so what I'm mentally picturing no. is you guys in the act and him oh. taking his foot and whoosh, right in your fucking oh, no. mouth. If that okay. had happened, I would have punched somebody in the throat. Like it would have been bad news. Yeah, because you do have feet. a toe thing. Have we talked about this? Yeah, you do not do I don't feet. know if yeah. Don't put him near me. No. And like don't. you have on socks, I have on pants, like it's not like your bare toes rubbing up against my skin. Right, right, right. Bother me. Right, right. But he put like my bare big toe in his mouth and I was done. Okay. I was so, done. That was ruined. So, okay. So it's very funny. We actually, and you probably heard the Arnie Jones show. We had this conversation and we were talking about weird fetishes or weird whatever. And we talked about the toe thing and half, we were kind of torn. There were four of us and two of them were like, two of us. And I think it was Vin and I were like, yeah, it wouldn't totally, you know, feet don't, toes don't totally. And Arnie was like, oh, no, dude, I can't. Fight. So you're definitely on that side of the spectrum with, with the toes and the oh, feet God, and yes. the putting them in the mouth and the, yes. yeah. So All if right. my Mr. Wright is out there listening, I don't do foot massages. Swipe left. <laughs> Swipe left. I don't do foot massages. <laughs> and that's so weird to me, too. I've, that's been part of the tender thing is like, Oh, or just messaging guys in general. Like, oh, I've had such a hard day. I need a massage. And it's like, I don't, what do you do? Like, I just push on your back muscles? Like, I don't, how do you give a massage? I I didn't go to school for this shit. I don't know what to do. And am I really supposed to be helping you relax your muscles? Or am I really just helping you warm up right now? Right, 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 right. What am I supposed to be doing? It's too much pressure. I can't handle it. Right, right. The massage is too much pressure. The massage pressure. is too much pressure. I can't, I can't take it. And you know, it's funny you should say that because I, I do do the massages or have like for like guys. But, but it's always like, here's the thing. Yes, it is pressure because you're always like, am I doing it right? Because here's the thing. Everybody across the board, nobody likes their back rubbed. Or nobody feels relaxed the, the same, same way. way or... 
it's always like this person might like, oh yeah, like there, or do it this way, or harder than the next person. Oh, that's too hard. Like are everything. Are we talking about massages? We are. <laughs> we are. I'm sorry. The, the word was a little misleading, right? Um, so, so it's, um, it's always different. So you're just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's like every time you do the massage to a new person, it's like, oh shit, the expectations now. I don't know how they like their massage. Because, you know, it's like, oh, that's too hard. And the other person might be like, yeah, harder or softer or, oh, no, right there. It's just, it is. You know what? You're right. I'm going to take your stance. It's a lot of fucking pressure. But you know what? That's why, like, a lot of people get drunk to have sex because sex is the same way. Right. You're, I don't know how you like it. I don't know what you want me to do. Is this good for you right now? Right. And anytime you're going with a new person or a new partner, exactly, you don't know their likes you what worked for somebody might not work for somebody else. What they might have been into might not be what what exactly. you like may not be the things that they like. So. Exactly, complete pressure. It, it is. is. Yeah, it is. That's I agree why a lot with of people you. get drunk. Yeah, and then they don't remember you. any of it, and they still don't know what the person likes right. afterwards. <laughs> right, exactly. So here we go, round two. I'm gonna yeah. get drunk again. <laughs> oh, oh, I did that last time. Oh, yeah, it right. was fun for you. Great. Yeah. <laughs> you liked that? Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Good All to right. know. I'll make notes. <laughs> exactly. It's a mess. So, and that's the pressure in dating. It's just so much. There is a lot of pressure. There's so well, much because pressure. There's Do you think that. men are under the same pressure as women? Yes. Yeah. I think we put same. wear it on our sleeve a little bit more. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. They feel it too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They would have to, right? I mean, they're human. They're yeah. Just because they're guys. I mean, you know, they have yeah. to feel nerves and all that stuff that we... Yeah, and I think, and females do even it too. going. I'm sorry to cut you off, but even going on a date, it's like okay. So obviously, like if somebody asks me, this is where it goes old school, new school. All right, let me ask you: if somebody asks you on a date, I want to take you out to dinner. Are you going into that date thinking they are going to pay for your dinner? If they say I want to take you out to dinner, yes. But if they say let's go, go to out dinner, to dinner, then you're assuming Dutch or we're doing yeah. our own thing, right? Exactly. Okay, but that could be pressurous. Too. Oh God, Cause yes. Because sometimes, like when you pull out, like you pull out your own money, the person gets offended. You know, and it's like, well, that doesn't well, even have I'm to be a date. To... That's just going to dinner with someone you don't know that well. Right. Exactly. That's it gets what I'm stressful. Saying. It does. That's what I'm saying. All this shit. And is I'm medicated. <laughs> right. Right. And I'm medicated, and this stuff still stresses me out. Right. Right, so you know it's a problem out I there, know. right? If they could still do uh, do us medicated ones in, it's it's an issue. Yeah. In society. Honestly, <laughs> I think people should just like have paperwork that they carry around with them. Yes. And just have to hand you, there you in go. a certain situation. There's, you know like, what? We need to make a dating site. Or a Tinder. No, we need to make one that asks these questions. So like, do you prefer, you know, do you like to the prefer the women to, you know, do this, the men? Or would you like to go Dutch? Or do you, are you are like the, you know what I'm saying? Ask, let's do a questionnaire, get down to the nitty gritty, and then let them match you. But do you. you know what all that comes from? Do you know what all that comes from? Which is why I rarely have an issue with, because I just say what's on my, it's people beating around the bush to say things. Correct. You're absolutely right. Without actually coming out and saying it. You're absolutely right. And that drives me nuts. Mom, yes. I love my mother. I love my mother. Right. But my mother will say, well, do you want to unload the dishwasher? No, I don't want to unload the dishwasher. But if you, you would like me, me to, to, I'll exactly. go do it. Exactly, yes. Or when I was supposed to come see you last week, um, my uncle and aunt wanted to get together and go to dinner. And it was on the night I was supposed to come here. So 
can we do go first time? Can we go dinner Tuesday night? No, I'm going to Greenville. Right. Not even an hour later. So we can do dinner Tuesday night, right? No, I'm going to Greenville. Right. Two hours later. So you can't do dinner Tuesday night? I finally looked at her and I said, no, I'm going to Greenville. But if you'd like my answer to change, let me know now. Right. Let me know now. And that is such a Whitney's. That is such a Whitney statement. Yes, it drives me nuts. Say what you mean. Right. Exactly. You can say what you mean without being rude. Right. But say what you mean. If we're going out to dinner, I'm gonna tell you firsthand. Listen, homie. So what she was trying to say though is Tuesday works better for me. Correct. I want you to change right. your plans. Right. 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 And that's right. when I had to bust her balls and say, "All right, fine, but that means I'm gonna leave and go out of town on a day that you're off work. Is that what you want?" So let me ask you a question: When plans fell through with us last no. Tuesday, did you call them and no, say, "No, oh. we had already rescheduled." Oh, okay, okay. We had already rescheduled. Uh, about that Tuesday night no. dinner that I that I, I told you not. to fuck off on. <laughs> um, can I get back in on that? <laughs> no. That's it. Say what you mean. Mean what you're saying. You know, don't. I just have no time for it. If right. you want something for me, like the passive aggressive right. stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no patience for that. That happens way too often. I have no patience. That happens way too often. It really, really happens way too often. You know what? I can't say I'm not guilty of it too. Like I'm, I'm really not. Like I'm, I'm not. What would you like to do? Oh no, whatever you'd like to do. And I'm not even necessarily saying I have something in mind. I legitly might not even do it, but I'm more like no. What? And I've actually heard that drives people crazy. Yeah. Just tell me what you want to do. Pick something or help me decide. Don't put all... It's too much pressure. Back to pressure. It's too mm-hmm. much fucking pressure. What do you want to do? Just, you know? Why is it on me? Um, A friend of mine here, we got to a... Like, it was It was never really an under... Like, a. we sat down and talked about it, but it just got to a thing where she would give me two places and I would choose one of the two. Okay. Like, she, it just go. got That's to a, a point great where idea. she would choose two restaurants... Let's do this or that. And then I would say, okay, I like that one. Let's do that one. And that was just because it was, well, and then I'd say, oh, well, I want Chinese. Oh, I don't, I'm not, I don't really want Chinese. Well, then tell me where we're going. Right, (laughs) right, right, right. Exactly. Exactly. You've seen me. I'm obviously not a picky eater. Whatever. Right, right. So, but yeah, I I don't. What do you, that's, that has to be the all time best. Wherever you want. And then you put it out and the person's like, yeah, except there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that is hands down. Everybody's been through that. Everybody can relate to that. I've gone through it way too many times in my life. That is the the best one. It's like, are you fucking kidding? So not any, like anywhere but that. The one place I wanted to go. Right. right. Then why put it out there like that? You know, Uh why not? Like you said, speak, speak anywhere but Chinese. Because I don't like Chinese. Go. Yeah. Give me an answer. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. That would be a more appropriate, I guess. I, I, I mean, obviously the person was saying, no way in shit she's going to say the one thing that I don't like. There's just, I like everything except that. There's no way she's she's going to say Chinese. And then you said Chinese. And you know what? And it was a no-go. It was a no-go. <laughs> the next time I'm not picking, just so you know. There you go. All right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, we're actually uh, an hour in 10 minutes into this. Oh gosh, we're going over. This is what happens when girls talk. You know what I mean? This is the problem. When girls talk, they get to, they just don't stop. We We could have went on easily for another hour or two. It just, it would, it would have been never ending. We'll have to do this again. We will. This is fun. This was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed having me. Oh my God. You're part of the show. There's no having you. You're here. We just unfortunately don't, don't get to have you I'm sorry. Could you say that again? I'm what? Part of the show. I'm sorry, I think there was someone, what's that fan's name that wanted to hear that? What was his name? 
think he's from Air Scott. Right. <laughs> yeah. Part of the show. Part of the show. And don't write in your opinion on it. We're just going to block you. We're just, just yeah, no. we're blocking you. We're going to block you from every social media site. Exactly. You're in charge of Twitter. You know what? I invite you to uh to take it up with Whitney on Twitter. Because uh, Whitney will give you, you you don't even know what you're messing with until you mess with wit. That's all I have to say. You've heard her stories here. She's hardcore, man. She'll throat punch you for the Chinese. Punch you in the throat. Right? So, <laughs> so I, well, I love when you're back in the States. Thank you. We will do, be doing too. this more. Yes, absolutely. We are going to get our equipment and our shit together at some point where you will be able to be on the show from your location to ours. We, uh, we're going to figure it out. That's, that's been a year in the making. Yeah. Well, and we're still not, we still don't have our shit together. For here. those of you shit who show. heard the last episode. Right. I got to check in once I get my selfie. So yes, uh, that's right. So that is up and coming. <laughs> that 2017 will be the, as a matter of fact, you know what? You go home. That's going to be your first thing. <laughs> your first thing you do. Don't do anything else. Do not. Pass go. Do not collect $200. Go, go to the guy who's the go, go and go get some. Okay. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you have to listen to the previous episode. Yes. You got to listen to it. Episode 43 is what you have to listen to to find out because this is 44. And you could find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and our website, www.humorouspodcast.com. Dot com And if you're missing Whitney, Humorous Pod, tweet her, and that's yes. where she'll be. That's where you can get me. All righty. This is Mel. And Whitney. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Humorous theme song is brought to you courtesy of our very beautiful and extremely talented friend, El Sida. Go find her on Facebook today, like her music, and go find a show near you. I promise you will not regret it. From the time that it started. Till the time you called me yours There was love but it was so distorted I never wanted that Through the storms and the hurricanes You hid underneath my porch Thinking that you'd get another answer Than the one I gave that broke your heart I